Good morning. It is midweek, and uh, we can now look back on a few days of this week and see the way that God's hand has been at work and thank Him for carrying us through the challenges, and we can look forward uh, to what God has in store as the week continues on. Uh, midweek is kind of uh, <laughs> often a tired point. We're just sort of hitting the wall by midweek, and uh, maybe we need that little extra burst of encouragement. And I hope today, as you listen, uh, you'll receive encouragement from God's Word. Um, the Word is such good encouragement for us uh, as believers. Um, it is, it's the bread of life. It's the uh, the food that we need for the journey. And so uh, we give God thanks for His Word and for the precious treasure that it is. Uh, but we don't worship the Word. We worship Jesus. And the Word is a companion for us. The Word reminds us of God's promises, of God's words, of God's ways, of God's truths, uh, so that when we hit the wall, when things get a little haywire for us, uh, we always have a safe a uh, steady point to come back to, to, to right the ship. And so uh, the Word uh, is that uh, constant encouragement uh, for us as we continue on as Christ's disciples. Today we're moving into Colossians chapter 2, and uh, we'll be picking up uh, in verses 1 through 5. And Paul is kind of building on his uh, teaching from yesterday, and uh, we see more of his specific passion for ministry, specifically for the Colossian people and other believers that he's in ministry to, and for his specific goals for those he's reaching and those that he's pouring himself into. Um, when you pour your energy and heart and soul and spirit into people for the sake of the gospel, it will exhaust you, it will require much but it is so rewarding as you watch souls beginning to move in the direction of Jesus. There's nothing better. Um, it's, uh, it's a powerful thing, and Paul expresses so beautifully here uh, his heart uh, for those that he's in ministry uh, to. And um, uh, there's no uh, greater challenge than <laughs> reaching people for the gospel, but it is uh, perhaps the most rewarding thing that we can take up in this life. Um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We know that you are with us because your word says you are. You say uh, in the Bible that you will never leave us or forsake us. And we cling to that promise. We cling to that truth. And so today, Lord God, we stand with confident assurance that you are with us. And we take you at your word. You said that you would send your Holy Spirit to teach and guide and uh, give us insight and understanding to, to give us discernment. And so, Father, we pray as we read your word today that the Spirit would do all of those things in us and also that your word would take root and come to life in beautiful ways that lead us on toward maturity uh, in you. And so we give you thanks for this day and we ask that you would bless it uh, with your presence. And we pray also, God, that you would teach us through your word today. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Colossians 2, 1 through 5. Paul writes, I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me in person. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love 
so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in the body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. Uh, Paul never leaves us with uh, a little to talk about. <laughs> he always gives us so much. And uh, in verse 1, he reminds them of his hard work, his labor for the gospel, and how hard he is working, uh, contending for those in Laodicea and for all the churches that he's in ministry to that have not yet met him personally. And um, we're talking about uh, spiritual contending, um, physical contending in the sense of his travels to other places and his encouragement to other churches to take up the cause for the smaller churches that are just getting started and uh, his continual prayers for them, his his heart's desire for them to grow and to know Jesus in a deeper and more powerful way. And that's work. It's a different kind of work than those who uh, consistently work with their hands. But we know that Paul was a tent maker and that often, in order to supplement income, he was doing that kind of work as well. And so Paul was legitimately telling the truth when he was saying that he was beating his body up for the sake of the gospel. <laughs> Paul was not thinking of self. He was contending for the faith and contending for uh, these young believers who are coming to faith in Christ so that the church would take off and would have its maximum impact in the world for the kingdom of God in Christ. And so uh, there is a passion behind a person who contends that way uh, for people that he loves. And he says it's all for the sake, in verse 2, of this goal that they may be encouraged in heart. They wouldn't give up. They wouldn't get discouraged to the point where they walk away from the faith. But they would be encouraged in heart, united in love. What a picture for the church, right? How many churches testimony in the community is anything about other than being united in love? Uh, maybe they're the church that's all, always bickering or the church that um, winds up uh, you know, leaving people with a bad taste in their mouth. But his goal was that they would be encouraged in heart and united in love. And the church today can rally around that call that we would be united in love so that they may have the benefits of the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. When we're distracted by all of these little dramas and these little fires in the church, it keeps us from our primary mission, and that is our focus on Jesus and our focus on sharing Christ with the world. And uh, if we are passionate about that, that central focus, if we are passionate about that one thing, I'm convinced that all the other little fires go out pretty easy, and we realize that at some point in some place we're probably being selfish and silly. And so uh, Paul's passion is so clearly jumps off the page here. He wants these believers to know Christ and to be uh, impactful for him. Um, and, and he says, I'm telling you these things so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. In an earlier episode, I mentioned that this was a time when there were competing philosophies trying to work their way into the church. We would call them false teachings. Uh, people who were 
saying, yes, I believe in Jesus, but I also believe this. Or yes, I believe in Jesus, but we need to expand our understanding by adding this. And Paul is saying, I don't want you to be easily deceived by people who come sounding like they're ministers of the gospel, and yet they really are perverting it by trying to add to it or change it or expand it. Um, You stick with what you're being taught by us, and we will keep you pointed in the direction of Jesus. And so Paul had deep concern there that they wouldn't get tripped up and deceived. He says, uh, I'm longing for you. Um, I'm absent from you in body. And I think this was one of those seasons when Paul was once again in prison, not capable of getting out and ministering directly to the churches that he's been starting. And he's longing for them, but he says, even though I'm absent from you in body, I'm present with you in the spirit. My spirit could not be more united with what God is doing in, in you and in your communities and in these churches. And he says, I take great delight in finding out and hearing testimonies of your, uh, of your faith in Christ and your disciplined Christian walk and how firm that faith is. I take great delight in it. Keep standing firm. Keep walking with Jesus. And uh, what a great joy for him as as an evangelist and as a pastor to see these churches uh, taking seriously their walk with the Lord. And so I love Paul's passion and I love what we see here about him jumping off uh, the page as we read these verses. And, uh, and his pastoral heart is so clear. He wants nothing more <laughs> than these believers to be walking in joyful obedience to Christ and having impact for the kingdom in the world. And my prayer is the same for all of us, that we would have a joyful walk with Jesus and that we would all have impact for Jesus in the world. So my friends, thank you for taking time to stop by today and and listen. And uh, I hope that you are encouraged of spirit today, encouraged of heart, and may we all be united in love in Christ as we continue to grow in him and serve him um, with the gospel. We love uh, Jesus and, and, and we love each other and we want that to be uh, what the world knows about us. So go with grace today, my friends, and thanks again for listening.